Olá pessoal, tudo bem? Welcome to the Brazil Crypto Report podcast, where we talk to the builders, entrepreneurs, and influencers from across the Brazil crypto ecosystem. I'm your host, Aaron Stanley, and today we're going to be talking about a developing situation regarding Binance in Brazil. Specifically, we have news that the exchange is now under investigation for allegedly offering illegal crypto derivatives products to Brazilian customers. Binance is obviously the largest exchange by volume in Brazil and also in the world, so this is a situation that has some pretty big implications. Uh, and to help us understand what's going on here, I'm joined by Claudio Rubin, who is the editor of Portal do Bitcoin. And Portal do Bitcoin is one of the longest-running Portuguese-language publications uh, covering the world of Bitcoin and crypto in Brazil. And Claudio and his team do really great work, so would encourage everyone to read them if you don't already. Uh, and with that, I would like to welcome uh, Claudio to the show. Hi, Aaron. Thanks for having me. Thank you for your time. So well, to get started, why don't you give us just a bit of introduction to yourself and Portal do Bitcoin. Okay. Uh, Portal do Bitcoin is around since like April 2017. And I joined the team in March 2018. So it was like the, the bear market. In the middle of the bear market, and I I have like expertise in journalism and in investigative journalism, and I work in many outlets here in Brazil, like Folha de São Paulo, Veja, and Zerwater. And I am I believe I am like the first mainstream journalist to go deep in crypto in Brazil. I train the team, and we operate like. A, a professional newsroom, like we are small. Uh, it's it's kind of a reference, like CoinDesk, The Block, Decrypt. It's and we are the best in Brazil. <laughs> well, you got you guys do. I don't. I'm not in the business of judging, uh, but I you guys do really good work. So I I read you guys almost every day, and uh, you know I really you know appreciate the work and the the depth you all go into. You have a really great team. Uh, you have really good. You know, I think your instincts are on point and. Anytime I see your byline on an article, I know it's going to be something good that I need to read. So, <laughs> so, uh, well, uh, so, and may, maybe you should, I, should I do a disclosure here? Because um, sure. uh, in 2021, we sold a Bitcoin to Mercado Bitcoin, which is a Binance rival here in Brazil. All the market know that, like, they buy the website. They didn't buy like the credibility of the website, so we operate right. it just the same. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's an important disclosure. So thank you for for mentioning that. So maybe to start off, let's let's talk a bit about kind of what's been going on the last week. Like, what have we learned about this this Binance uh, this investigation into Binance? Uh, I think the news broke. I think it was like late last Friday. I believe like April fourteenth or fifteenth was the day. Uh, and then your team and other you know, other reporters in the space have been kind of peeling back the layers of the onion here. Uh, but what do we know? That's, what, what's going on here? Why don't you give us kind of a high level overview? Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that's kind of crazy when uh, you can see your work like changing a public a public policy, and that's what happened in this case. Uh, the thing is, in July of twenty twenty, like. Our SEC CVM, they issue a stop order to to Binance. They should, they need to stop offering derivatives, products of crypto. 
And then Binance changed their language. I mean, they changed in the platform uh, the way the people could access the, this financial product. So if you use like in Brazilian Portuguese, you couldn't access. But then we tested the platform and Fernando Martinez uh, wrote a piece that's it's kind of comic <laughs> in a way. It's a serious job, of course, an excellent reporting, but it's kind of comic because he tried to use the, the, the service. And then the customer service told him, oh, no, no, you can't use in Portuguese anymore, but you can use in uh, English or in Portuguese from Portugal. So you just change the language and you could access the system again. And he wrote the story and it, it was in the air. And then now we discovered now that the regulators saw this story and they, whoa, there's something wrong here. And then that's what we, we found out uh, last, last week. I mean, the news of this document was broke by InfoMoney. It's from Lucas Gabriel, who worked in the past in, in Portal. So, so basically, to summarize here, so Binance was offering derivatives products to Brazilian customers uh, pre, you know, a couple of years ago. Uh, but in order to, to offer that, you, you basically need to have you know, pre-authorization from the CVM, which they did not have. So the CVM issued a stop order. So they prohibited users from using, using these products if they were using the Brazilian Portuguese language setting. However, if you just move the language setting to Portuguese from Portugal or to English and you're in Brazil physically, you can trade these same products basically just by moving the language and their customer service reps we're even like instructing your reporter on like how to do this essentially. Yeah, yeah. Well, Binance then, told us, Binance told us that it was like a kind of a misbehavior of this uh, customer. It's not the orientation. That was what they they said to us. Okay, and that's that's one of the questions I have. I'd like to kind of get into a little bit later. Is like how much how much of this is maybe, you know, like just a rogue customer service agent or, you know, or perhaps, um, you know, not to speak like condescendingly toward these people or anything, but, you know, sometimes these people aren't like the best trained or like, you know, they don't necessarily know all the legal, you know, ramifications of what they're doing or whatever. Um, so it might have, was this just like a rogue person that was just, shouldn't have been doing what they were doing? Or is this more of like a, a strategic decision? Or is this just kind of like a product loophole that like maybe they didn't realize existed or something? Um, yeah. but anyway, we can dive into that a little bit later, I guess, but, um, but why don't you tell us a bit? So basically the CVM, uh, they, they read like your report on this, basically they realized that this was happening and then they began. And then we learned in this document that was, that was released last week and subsequent documents that your team has uncovered, um, that there's, there's been a lot more sort of happening behind the scenes. I mean, you published kind of a, a nice timeline of, of what's been happening with regards to this investigation since you know, for about a year now. Why don't you kind of walk through like what we know about the CVM's uh, inquiry into this? Yeah, so what the document uh, shows uh, show is that um, after the our news report, they said, whoa, there's something going on here. So last year, June last year, they send another notification for Binance. And then they asked for Binance about 
what they perceived as uh, ir irregular, and they they asked a, a list of, of things like which financial products Binance was offering to uh, in Brazil, um, a list about uh, customer service, and if it's it was uh, it was in Portuguese or not. Uh, what kind of controls they were doing, like if they have uh, the user's IP, for example. You need to know that Binance operate, operates in Brazil in a different way than the United States. That's important because in the United States, it's like Binance US. And there is, there is lots of restrictions to operate in Binance world. But in Brazil, they don't. They kind of. They don't have uh, Binance Brazil. It's you. You can access straight Binance World. So, and there is no control of this, of course. And then they ask lots of questions, and I don't know why, but Binance didn't respond to to the regulators. That's that's something a little bit crazy. Just two months later, like in August, they answered. The regulators. I don't know what was going on. I don't know if the, the the regulators didn't use like the proper channels to to reach out Binance, but it was crazy because they missed the time to answer them, and that caused a lot of troubles. Because like we have, uh, for example, an email from um, Daniel Magabeira which is like Binance Latin leader. And he was asking like, like please, can, please regulators, can we have more time? And they answered, mm -mm, you miss your time, man. There's nothing you can do about it. Hmm. Um, and, but now, the, the, uh, and then, I don't know if I'm, I'm losing the track here, but that, then it's, it's kind of a, a battle of lawyers, right? In these things, and they, they started to discuss with CVM what can you do if there is something, uh, any anything of a term of adjustment, and there is something like the specifics that uh, I don't know, but it's it's awkward because it's in a very strange. They are in a very strange position because the system is still working, right? They're still offering the same kind of products. You just need to change the language. Because a, a Brazilian... Well, and, and, and they originally came out and denied that this was the case, right? Or that they, they, they were saying that this wasn't actually... Or what was their, I mean, or what was their response? I mean, were they saying... Yeah. I mean, back in, like, August of last year, did they come out saying that, like, this is yeah. not true and we've never, we've never offered this, even though it was like, you could just go to the website and just try it out and see for yourself? Yeah, you know... You know, lawyers. <laughs> it's uh, in August last year. Uh, Broadcast Estadão interviewed uh, Mr. Magabeira, and he said, "And and Estadão, which is like a big newspaper here in Brazil, they quoted our small niche publication." And they asked about Bitcoin, did a report, uh, a news piece about uh, 
the offering uh, of derivatives from Binance and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, unfortunately, uh, he, he said that was, uh, I, I don't want to be here in like confrontational, you know, space. I'm a journalist. I just want to do my work. But he questioned the, 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 the veracity of the reporting. Mm. And usually, when they try to do this, uh, when companies do this with Portal de Bitcoin, usually they are the people who are wrong. Because when we make mistakes, we issue a correction, right? So show me the mistake, and mm -hmm. it's not a problem. We always issue a mistake, uh, correction. Anyway, uh, but it, that was like in, I don't know, this, that interview it was August 2nd. And like 15 days later, they were discussing with CVM about our, about Fernando's story. Wow. Yeah. So, so, and then, and then from there, um, it looks like, you know, we know that in December or like late last year, in December of last year, the CVM then referred, sent this evidence and these materials. And we also know that they, that the CVM actually brought in some of, finances like employees right for, yeah. for 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 testimony for deployment right like the uh uh to you know a deposition i guess um and because sorry and sorry, sorry sorry to interrupt you because uh, i i didn't explain this but because there is a possible uh crime being committed here and because there is a possible crime uh, CVM, the SEC, they send the 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 documents for our prosecutors in São Paulo, federal prosecutors, and they started to investigate also. And CVM also collected some, uh, as you were saying, right, some uh, depositions from people from Binance. But this is another thing that is awkward, because. Until Portal do Bitcoin covered, no one knew what was the uh, how Binance was re registered here in Brazil. Because here in Brazil they are called like B FinTech. That's the name, and uh, we found out we uh, we we found out that now the justice system when I you know customer stuff they they going to get their money back or other stuff like that. Uh, they are suing now Bfintech and the justice uh, the, are accepting like Bfintech as Binance. And that's why CVM reached out to, to, to Bfintech. But it's so, like, sorry. So, so the CVM, so, so Bfintech, so, so basically Bfintech is like a holding company that they've established here in Brazil. And I think CZ is like one of the, the directors of BFintech. But basically that's, but it's like, it's not Binance, but that's basically, it's basically the company that Binance operates in Brazil through. So like, uh, am I understanding that correctly? Where you would have like, you know, so all of Binance is kind of like payment. Um, you know, if there's like, like payment, like fiat on and on ramps, on and off ramps, that would go through like the BFintech entity as well. That would be kind of the, no, how does no, that, no, no, no. Oh, so that's different. Okay. 
I don't. <laughs> I need to to take care of the words here, but uh, it's uh, no one knows. Kind of, no one knows. Like the thing is in Brazil, uh, Binance uh, they operate similar to like gambling platforms, right? It's the, the operation. I'm not saying that is the same. Like uh, the gambling platforms are much more shady than Binance, but still there's some light in the process that we don't know. Like beef in tech, we don't know if the money goes by in the in a beef in tech account because those uh, companies from outside Brazil they use like kind of payment processors companies. Remember that Binance fought with Capitual, right? Yes. What Capitual did? They were the banking partners for, for Binance. Like the money went, uh, like the, the Brazilian money went to Capitual. Capitual have the deal with the bank and then the money went to Binance. So there was no Binance in Brazil. Why? Because with this system, they don't need to report to the IRS any movement. That's one of uh, a big topic right here. Will they report their customers? Will they not report? They, they, it seems that now the recommendation now is that they won't report, but they recommend their clients to, to report. You know, right, and, that, and and that's a big difference between like so like, like the Mercado Bitcoins and the other kind of domestically registered exchanges. Uh, they are required by law to like report all their users' activity basically to to the to the the Hacienda Federal, which is like the Brazilian IRS essentially. Yeah, but yeah. but as as, a, as an offshore exchange, they don't. They're used by using this kind of this uh, roundabout way. They don't have to <laughs> report that. Yeah, it's kind of a loophole in the system, right? Because we we kind of can't regulate this 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 system. It's it's very um, it makes like the competition a kind of imbalance. Because I mean, Binance has the, a big volume; they can uh, offer like um, my, uh, it's cheap, kind of cheaper, right? And you kind of you believe that you don't need to report to the IRS. So for a customer, it seems like better. So let's go back to the to the case here or the ongoing investigation. So then, so we know that back in December, uh, the CVM reported they sent this information to uh, the federal prosecutor, saying like we we suspect there's evidence. We suspect that there's like there's 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 a possibility of a crime being committed here. Which is basically, you know, illegally offering derivatives to uh, you know, Brazilian customers without authorization. You know, and CVM doesn't have the ability to to actually like charge. Similar to like the like the US SEC, they don't have the ability to like charge people criminally. That's what you have to you have to hand it over to the Department of Justice. Is from what I understand. Um, and I think it's similar in Brazil, where like the CVM can't like say they can't like charge Binance with like a criminal offense, but they can refer uh, Binance to these prosecutors basically as the as the next step is that correct yeah yeah perfect and that's okay. where this where the situation uh, is right now i mean the last information we have is from january i believe 
that Binance is trying to um, to offer like a kind of commitment with CVM. There is proposition terms that probably there will be, there may be a fine. We don't know how much would be this fine. And they will try to settle on something. And it's Binance, I mean, it's beefing tech, which is kind of Binance here in Brazil. Then after this, Binance ordered, asked for for the process to be like to, like like basically keep the get the documents confidential right so so right so so, so, so yeah. your so your all of your 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 document requests like post January it's it's a bit murkier to understand what's going on because those documents yeah confidential, yeah right? I lost I lost the track I we only received that document from uh, the the positions of people that were beefing tech administrators. Got it, got but it. yeah, but it's like a, a, an office from, from a lawyer office that, that does this. Like this guy, it's Bruno Zanatta, I believe. He was the same person who opened the Coinbase here. Oh, the same the guy opened Coinbase? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's funny. Well, I guess maybe, maybe it's, a, it's a small niche market of, uh, of crypto uh, lawyers in, in Brazil, I guess. You know, it's only a, a few people no, no I, believe, I believe that, that his office like has an expertise to open like foreign companies here in Brazil. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I, mean, I, could, I could look a little bit better. Probably it's so, a good story, right? Yeah, that is an interesting story. That, that is pretty funny, actually. I didn't know that. Um, and then, so, I mean, what do you see as like kind of the most likely outcome here? Um, given where we are at the, I mean, do you, do you expect like some sort of settlement essentially between Binance and the CVM where, you know, they don't commit to, or they don't necessarily acknowledge any wrongdoing, but it's okay. We're going to pay X amount of AIs and we're going to commit to like changing this loophole or fixing this product. So it's not available. It's not, you know, it's not available anymore. Or do you expect this to actually go kind of full on? Do you think Binance just referred this to the public, the federal prosecutors just as a way of trying to force maybe Binance into a settlement somehow. It's it's such a hard thing to predict because, like, I don't... I'm not an expert in this legal stuff, but from what I can see, like, Binance will kind of try to do what the regulators uh, want because they want to have, like, a banking operation here in Brazil. It's not, like, really banking. It's, like, a, a broker. It's called St. Paul's, and that's in the table of Brazilian uh, Central Bank. Mm. And but it seems like it's, it's called St. Paul's, I believe. And but it's it's I don't know where this issue is, but it's it looks really ugly, right? If you're um, not complying with a regulator's rule, and, yeah, yeah. But other. At the same time, how can I say? I can't see how they would fix this because they would have to have they would need to have kind of a Binance officially Binance Brazil, where you wouldn't be able to access the derivatives product. How can they close the the, the loophole? Uh, I don't see. I don't see how. And probably this product is very, very, very lucrative. For them, right? Because they it's the by far the best, the biggest market for for buying, right? And, and that's part of the other question. I mean, one of the questions I had originally was was how much. I mean, do you think this is 
this whole situation um, where Brazilian users are being allowed to access these products just by changing the language on the on the on the app or on the on the interface. Is this like a strategic sort of like decision, like, hey, we're just going to kind of run with this because it's in the gray area? Or do you think this was just more of like a an over like an oversight on Binance, like a lack of oversight on Binance's part where like, oh, we didn't, you know, we didn't realize that you could actually this was actually a loophole, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, how much you do you know, think, how much of this is intentional versus just kind of like neglect, I guess? Is the, the law is subject to lots of interpretations. I believe that it was kind of a decision also based on an interpretation. They thought, oh, the law says this. If we change language, we can do it. And it seems that they were right in this decision. Because there is, in the Fernando's uh, news reporting, you can see that there is a... a a kind of a, a, a document from CVM, which states that, well, they changed the language, it seems okay now. You, you can see that. Uh, but I don't know if, if the guy didn't, I don't know. I, 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 the, the fact so is was, this. So, so if the CVM said that that was, if they changed the language, that's okay. I mean, was it, is the issue here maybe the fact that the, that the customer service representative was encouraging like your reporter to just switch the language to circumvent uh, the, like the, the prohibition? Uh, is, is that part of, is that maybe the, the main infraction uh, here? I don't, I don't really know. Cause uh, maybe it's, there are some change in the inside CVM, like they saw the thing first, they, they maybe it was a lack of oversight of from the regulator which wrote the that that document, but maybe it was I don't know. It's the they saw that it was very very easy to change the the language and access the same product. Maybe. They think that uh, probably Binance was making the regulate the regulators as fools, and maybe it was like a little bit of everything, right? It's uh, I don't know if if it was uh, we can state that was like every customer service person was um, helping people to access derivatives, but we we can for sure say that they helped our reporting. So yeah, so it sounds like there's still a lot of unknowns here, and there's there's this is a pretty gray area, right? That seems there's various interpretations of, of of what they. I mean, what they did seems like you know on one hand it seems quite clever, you know, if, and it seems like they had some some quite you know I mean they 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 do, they are hiring like very you know high status like kind of white collar law firms, right? And I mean the Pinedo Netto and some of these other, I mean they, they aren't just going at this like willy nilly, uh, you know, just just super recklessly. I think. It's fair to give them credit. Yeah. Like they've, they've, any decision that they're making, they're probably doing some degree of diligence on it. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, sorry. In, in the beginning, they were a little bit more amateurish. Then Pinheiro Neto, like it's, it's big, right? You know, it's very famous here in Brazil. They work with banks and fintech. And they also hired like they're, they're a top Uber guy here in Brazil. It's Mr. Magabeira which is like very well known for his work at Uber. 
Yeah. So they've, they've scaled. So they're definitely like a competent operation. Right. So I think that's, that's, you know, got to give them credit for that. And it sounds like there's just like a lot of, there's a lot of different ways you can interpret this. And, you know, I think the, the, the purpose of, of, of this conversation is not necessarily like rush to a judgment or anything, but, but just try to understand the facts and, and some of the reporting that you and your team have done on this and kind of understand like where we are right now. Uh, and obviously Binance is such a big player in the market. Um, and, and there's obviously the, like, we're seeing this in conjunction with, you know, enforcement and, and regulatory actions being undertaken against Binance and other parts of the world as well. So I guess that'd be another question for you here is, is to what extent do you think this is maybe connected or related somehow to some of the other actions that we're seeing as Binance, you know, particularly the U.S., but also other jurisdictions? Is there, you know, is there a, is there a connection here or is this just, um, I mean, why, why are we finding out all about all this now, I guess, is maybe the question. Like when this this happened, you know, you know, the the, the, the referral to the, the, the prosecutors yeah. was issued three months ago. Why are we learning about this now? Yeah, I, I think we can, there, there is a, a line of, of story here. Uh, one is like uh, CFTC is, is very important, of course. And, you know, our American cousins, we look, we look at what, what you are doing. And it, that, that story was big, right? And I mean, after FTX, in the FTX case, there was such, the, all, all the watchdogs failed, even the media. I mean, I, I love the American media and I hate them, but I like, you know, you know, the, 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 the conflict, but they failed in the Sam Bagford case. And now they are, they, I, I, what I think, my feeling is that they won't fail in CZ case. So the news reporting is very aggressive now, and the regulators are also very aggressive. They are looking really deep now. And, but here in Brazil, what happened was that after the CFTC notification, a reporter from InfoMoney, he had, a very good idea, which I we should have, but he had. He, he questions CVM if there was something happening in Brazil, something new. And he found out that, yes, there was. But it was, it, it was ongoing before uh, the CFTC stuff. So the story was developing but just in the bureaucrats corridors right and right. then this reporter from info money he yeah explodes. yeah 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 um maybe one final question here um and and i'll let kind of get your final thoughts on on some of this the rest of this case as well but um i mean how did binance get so big in brazil in the first place because they were kind of late entrance into the market vis-a-vis uh, -vis, like, you know, Mercado Bitcoin and Foxbit and some of these other exchanges that have been around since, you know, 2013, 14. Binance didn't really set up until like 1920 or 2019, 2020. And, um, you know, from and from there, it's just been, it was kind of hockey stick growth, right? Uh, but how did Binance, I mean, now they're, now they're like, you know, 75% of the market in terms of volume, right? Um, especially with FTX collapsing. So, how did Binance just get this, achieve this like dominant position in the market? I believe it's like 
Um, it's hard to say because uh, how those guys operate. We, 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 it's 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 a little bit gray. I mean, uh, I mean, let's be honest. No one's to report any shit for IRS, right? <laughs> that's that's one thing. I, I mean, I report, <laughs> but <laughs> no one. It's it sucks. Second thing, there there was a, a very fragile uh, KYC in the beginning in Binance, so it was very easy to move money to create fake accounts there. And uh, for example, lots of scams. I mean, the scams in Brazil, they, they go for like other places, all the exchanges. But some exchanges has, they are more able to identify and stop the scams. And it seems that in the past, I don't know how it is now, but in the past, it was much way easier to flow the money to Ryan. And we saw this in, 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 in so many cases of scams here in Brazil. For example, the, the big, the, yeah, Pharaoh Bitcoin. The guy moved like billions. And some of the money went through Binance, for example. Like the, a huge part. Also, they have this payment processor partners, which, who are those guys? Like now, they are with Latte Gateway. Like the business, the I mean the business, not, the biggest crypto exchange in the world, they operate with who is Lotte Gateway? <laughs> I don't know, a five-person operation. <laughs> who are those guys? Where the, this huge influx of money? Where is the money going? It's 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 so easy. I mean, crypto market. It's not a crypto. Uh, it's not a market made from from saints, right? There's a lot of shady actors and shady money. I don't know. It seems that for a time it was easier to operate there. It seems that Binance is losing a little bit nowadays of market share. I I don't remember the the numbers now, but it's losing a little bit. People are after FTX. People are, I mean, a little bit afraid. Binance is also like frozen people's account. I know a guy there, he doesn't want to talk on, he's just talking off enough. He's like with a hundred thousand reais in Binance, he's, he just can't withdraw. I believe that's 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 the thing. Ah, also, by by the they have like a, a world worldwide book order, order book, right? So the slippage is yeah that that's that's that kind of gets in the whole debate over like the yeah. asset segregation um you know in this bit where they have to have, maintain a separate order book essentially for like different countries and it affects liquidity yeah. and all these things yeah. um whole other conversation I guess but uh but yeah it's a good point it's definitely worth noting that's one of the one of the things that they offer that like some of the local exchanges can't you know they just don't have the, the liquidity to, be able to offer that um I guess the last question would be you know how much I mean, do you expect this whole incident over the, the the derivatives and the stop order and and this investigation? Do you expect this to have any like meaningful impact on Binance's position in Brazil? Like, are, are regular Binance users in Brazil going to look at this and be like, "Oh shoot, I should stop using Binance," or are they going to just? Is this something that they're going to really care about much? Or 
or are they going to be uh, running for the hill, so to speak? It's I, I believe that they are in a difficult position here in Brazil because they need to make money, but they need to show like kind of goodwill with the regulators. And now worldwide banks is always reinforcing this message that they are always complying with the regulators. At least this is the message that, that I'm seeing. But from like look at the difference from one year time. Like last year, CZ was here in Brazil, a superstar. He was he's I believe he told publicly that they would hire like five thousand people. I don't know. Do, do you remember this? It's yeah, like, some, it was some. It was some absurd number like that, right? Where yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah wait, there's not even five. Like finance doesn't even have like five thousand employees like worldwide. Like how? Like, how yeah, it's that, that. But anyway, you know, it's it's a party. He was meeting with like the uh, mayor, uh, the mayors here, and some regulators, and now like it seems they they are in trouble. Like, and I, but I believe that what will change the game will be U.S. U.S. can knock down, only U.S. can kind of knock down or change, really change the way Binance operates. And they mm-hmm. did it before, like with uh, BitNet. Yeah. So if it's not a problem, they will kind of, they, they may get smaller. But I believe they will operate just the same. Okay, well, great. Well, well, thank you so much, Cloud You, uh, for your time today. Really appreciate you coming on here to to kind of enlighten us and help us understand the situation. It's definitely a big story, one we're going to be uh, trying to continue to tell and, and examine from different angles. So, any final thoughts? And uh, what's the best way for folks to to get in touch with you? Well, I'm on Twitter, but I'm not very. I'm, I'm not debating and arguing with anyone in Twitter because I'm lazy. I'm a little. I'm also in at LinkedIn, which I use a little bit more. You can uh, find us at portaldobitcoin.com. It was a pleasure to be here. I mean, my, my English is a little bit rusty, but I think it's okay. It's very cool. I really admire your work, and I'm a reader at your newsletter. But I'm like. A competitive reader, so I'm I'm counting how many times he he, he quoted Portal Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, All right. well, it's that's good to know. That's good to know. Um, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to put we'll have to, to put you and uh, you and Info Money. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll see who, see who can get the most quotes each week. Right, we'll do a little running count. Uh, Great, but no, but but thank you so much, Claudio. Really appreciate your time, and uh, looking forward to having you on again sometime soon. Bye-bye. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next time. Obrigado everyone and thanks for listening. Please make sure you subscribe to the Brazil Crypto Report newsletter on Substack if you haven't already. And please do give the show a five-star rating on your podcast app if you enjoyed this content. We'll be back soon with another great guest.